Okay, warning, the time watching the following video is non-refundable. <laughs> Welcome back to Law and JD, the best fucking podcast in the world. I am Lloyd. I'm JD. And you know what? We never say it, but please like the video and subscribe if yeah. you're new. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that kind of that, good stuff. But you should definitely do that. Absolutely. Especially if you're on YouTube, because YouTube, you are slacking behind. But then I'm guessing if you're new, this wasn't the video you clicked on. No. <laughs> this is one of the videos you watch because there's fuck all else to watch on the Lloyd JD show at this point. <laughs> Uh, so what's up? Yeah, had a busy week. Uh, was photographing Rise Against at the Grey Eagle along yeah. with Pierce the Veil and White Lung. So it was a good show. It was uh, it was funny. Phil, who we had on the show before, the little guy with the tattoos mm. that does all the suspension mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. He was at the concert. I got a photograph of him. He got hoisted up into the crowd. He was surfing on top of the crowd. And the lead singer of Rise Against was standing on the barrier holding the microphone to him and he was nice. singing along. So it was uh, kind of interesting because, cool. you know, working and then Phil's there and it was uh, kind of neat. I don't like Rise Against the Machine, but I'm... It's like, Rise Against. Whatever. Yeah, not Against the Machine. Well, rise Against. Yeah, Rise Against. Oh, it's different sound? Yeah, different sound. Oh, okay, cool. Never yeah. heard of it. I thought you were saying Rise Against the Machine. No. And that we're just shortening it. Yeah, it's just Rise Against. Okay, well then I, I know them even less than I know Rise Against the Machine. Yeah, they've got a new album out... Uh, is it, are they famous? They, they are famous. It was a sold out show. Okay. So Where was they, it at? It was at Grey Eagle, which uh, they don't always sell out there. I mean, can those are kind of... Can you smoke in there? Can you smoke in there? You can smoke in the casino, yes. No, can you smoke in where the band play? I don't believe so, no. That's stupid. I don't know, though. I don't know what would well, happen. I would have been smoking did. weed. Like, every concert I've ever been to, I've smoked well, weed. Well, I mean, you go to a concert and you smell weed, whether you're allowed to yeah, smoke like, weed or where not. Have like, you ever been where you haven't smoked right. weed at a concert? Well, obviously you haven't, but yeah. I... I've been to like the chillest concerts ever where I'm still smoking weed. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I've smoked weed in the BMO. I've smoked weed in the Saddle Dome and I've smoked weed in the Big Four. There you go. Who can say that? Yeah. Right? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere there's music, Lloyd has smoked weed. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I got actually once got, went to the Who at uh, Dome when I was about 17 and yeah. got absolutely ripped and I barely even blazed. It was so hotboxed. I've never seen a room that large that smoky. Yeah. And the the people behind me, they must have been about 50. Yeah. And they were offering me joint and I was 17. Really easy going concert. There you go. <laughs> so I had the munchies big time after that. Yeah. I wonder how much food they sell at concerts. Oh. With the munchies, like the who, yeah. there was no one drinking. Everyone was just fucking ripped. Yeah. And they had like this big <laughs> 3D screen that was like tripping everyone out. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why they have things like nachos and like Oh, cheese. probably because I had like a hot dog. And even when I, even when I go to Pearl Jam, I've been to Pearl Jam twice just because my mom likes Pearl Jam. Yeah. And uh, my dad's got tinnitus, tinnitus, however you want to pronounce it, in his ear. Yeah. Doesn't really like going to shows too often. So I would go and I come in here and I like to eat. My mom likes to dance the entire time. I'm not really much of a dancer. Yeah. That's why I really stopped going to concerts. I don't like to dance. I don't like to move so much. I kind of like to just get stoned and sit there and, li- and like listen. Like that's how I would listen if I was going to like listen to a, an album at home. I would like yeah. sit down and enjoy it. So like concerts are really amped up because you're like there seeing. But I'm, I'm not really a fan based person. Like I don't get super like starstruck. Right, right. You know what I mean? 
like the lead singer Kahuda walk up to me and one I probably wouldn't really recognize him and I've seen him live <laughs> and two it would just I just kind of like they're I don't know I just like what's up yeah yeah I don't know like you're a normal dude they're all normal people yeah yeah I mean it's uh I'd never really understood how people get so wrapped up in like oh the starstruck of, of it because I've met I, I don't know. I, I think it's because they get so big and you're seeing them when no, I don't there mean, are hundred thousands or millions of people already like them and then it just sort of becomes a thing. I, I mean, I, I've, like I've shook hands with some famous people yeah. and like, I don't know how to act because I'm not too, you know, I feel like they're looking for me to be like, oh my God, like it's really cool meeting you, but really I couldn't have cared less yeah. if you had met me or not. Yeah, I I don't think that's the case. Most <laughs> most guys that I meet and and I meet them through work and stuff like that. It's just like, hey, how's it going? They're like, hey, I appreciate you coming out and shooting the show, and and, and that's kind of it, right? I mean, it's just you know they're doing their job, yeah. I'm doing my job, all that kind of stuff. You know, really nice guys. Like, I mean, countless concerts I've seen. You know, lots of really really nice you know musicians. I tend that to are, feel like there's a couple of they love their fans and that's they would like want to hang out with me. Yeah, I feel like I would be. Like he just wants to smoke weed with me because yeah. I'm I'm pretty chill. Yeah, that's possible. That's how I would feel. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why does he? Why is he better than me? All of a sudden, he's not. He's exactly. Not. And that's that's right. how I feel. I'm just like right. I'm pretty chill. Like, I, I think there might you know on occasion there may be apprehension sometimes in those those situations because they they'll have things like super fans and it might yeah. freak them out because a lot of you know. A lot of performers, I know a lot of musicians that are really introverted. I mean, they're extroverts on stage, but they're not really kind There's of... There's not many people I could meet in public and recognize, yeah. singing-wise, to be honest with you. Other than, like, most of the people that I probably recognize are dead. Right. I don't know. Like, well, you would Justin know Bieber, I'd know, but I'd, I wouldn't really want to meet him. Right. You'd just, know I'd, Eddie Vedder. Lead singer but then Jam. again, I've been to Eddie Vedder twice, three times. I can't remember. And each time... I forget that he looked like that. Oh. <laughs> I in my head I I've, I don't know if it's because I picture like early nineties Eddie Vedder. Right, right, right. And then when I see Eddie Vedder, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Eddie Vedder. Like yeah, I saw a picture of him the other day, and then I read Eddie Vedder underneath it, and I went back to the picture and was like, oh, see, I didn't even know it was him. So right. I don't that, know. That when... happens sometimes. Like sometimes time stands still for fans because like you'll listen to, for example, Pearl Jam 10. He's got a certain look yeah, in that and no, that's we... what you remember. And then you see him and you don't realize that it's been 20 some years and he's, he's grown a little bit older. It's right? like even Chad from, uh, is Kroger his last name? Right, or... right. From Nickelback. Yeah, if you saw him now, like, I don't know. I saw him the other day and he doesn't have the noodle, Mr. Noodle hair right. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Although everybody kind of kills him for that still. If he sat next to me at like a bus, I'd, I'd look at him probably and be like, oh, he kind of looks like Chad, but yeah, move on with my day. Yeah. I don't know. I'll let you know. That's that's Wednesday for me. So, Oh, you're going to Nickelback? Yeah, I'll be working Nickelback. I'd jam out so. Nickelback concert. I'd get super ripped and just yeah. someday, somehow, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm there to work, so it'll be good. And he says that, but really, he's there as a diehard fan. Yeah, you gonna well, get a t-shirt. What, 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 what did I hear? I saw a video, and it's get like a there's two types of Nickelback fans: people who admit they like Nickelback, mm -hmm. and those that don't. I love Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's good <sighs> shit. It's singable, singalongable. Yeah, it's, and that's the great thing about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's junk food music. It's junk food music. He made his own genre. Yeah. 
Ice, you know what? You know, they, for all the hate that they get, they have done amazingly well for a band that's based out of like I mean, they and come, he had Mr. Noodle hair, like yeah. You know, as far as Canadian bands go, I mean, and it's he's hard married to argue Avril Lavigne, is he not? What's that? He's married to Avril Lavigne. I think they're not? divorced now. I don't oh. know. Even better, he divorced Avril Lavigne. <laughs> what up? Yeah, she's been through. Well, she she, she went out with Derek green, from Some Forty One. Went out with the Green Day dude too, didn't she? Oh, did the she? Singer of Green Day. I'm pretty sure I seen that in the tabloids. Yeah, I don't remember times. that. He has gross teeth. Yeah, lead singer of Green Day. Oof. Yeah. Well. Well, so how you been anyway? What's that? What you got going on? Just, uh, I'm getting ready. I'm going to do a little, quick little trip out to BC here Why? in a couple of days. And, uh, Go where? Well, just uh, to see see family, check out the mountains, all that kind of stuff. I do that kind of stuff. I've or got uh, the music awards. Where are you going? Uh, in the cusp area. Ooh, never yeah. heard of it. Yeah. South of Golden. So. Never heard of that either. Yeah. Sounds yeah. great. So doing that, I've got the Shit, music awards. Why the fuck didn't you go earlier in the, like... In the summer? Yeah, just the timing of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to so. say, like, the briskest time to fucking... Yeah, yeah hopefully it doesn't snow, you know, but uh, it, it's it's whatever. Um, I've got the YYC Music Awards on Sunday, so I'll be there working. <laughs> we have one of those? We have Calgary Music Awards every year. <laughs> Who won last year? Uh, it depends on the category. So, you know, like Cowpuncher won Video of the Year last year. Uh, static shift, I think one. Who decides who wins? Uh, they have it's it's just like the Junos. They have a jury and they jury all the stuff and all the entries, and then it gets narrowed down. And then they have the award show and all that kind of good wow. stuff. So I'll be there working as I did last year. I and and uh, do you remember when I used to go to stuff? I used to go to stuff <laughs> at some point. You used to have to force me to go, and I only made it to some stuff, but I used to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. miss it. You don't miss it, no. No, I like not being obligated to go do shit. Yeah. I actually, we might be obligated to go do something in November and I dread it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to go. <laughs> Thinking of how I can get sick for that. Yeah. Funny thing is they haven't gotten back to me yet. Which I, is good. You know, so. I pray. We'll see. See Satan. how it goes. I don't mind going going to things. I, I like dropping in. I mean, when I work, I enjoy working. I have social anxiety. So yeah. my anxiety runs around going to somewhere new. Yeah. Not only going somewhere new and being around different people, yeah. but then being around different people new and having to fucking speak in public. Right. Prick. Yeah. See, I mean, when we go to shows, I mean, the difference is, is that I'm working, so I have my little safe space that I go to and stuff, and you get oh, left with the cougars. There's a camera. Yeah. I don't have anything. I can... Stand at the bar, order a you know, gin and tonic, well, and wait for the cougars to come. Going. Hopefully there's no fucking <laughs> cougars either. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> And it's Always late cougars. into the evening, this one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% sure going on. Hopefully they get back to me soon because it makes me nervous because of the material that we have to talk about, I I have to, like, study because Whatever. See, it's I not don't my need thing. to study for nothing. Right. I mean, well, you'll, you'll just wing it. Yeah. Because that's what Lloyd does. Yeah, man. Right? And it'll kill it. I'll I kind of like to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what's going on. See, but so. you can't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? It's all theory, man. You just got to read, like, it's all about what's possible. That's the best thing about the world. See, people think that things have to be factual. They don't. The world's fucking, things are impossible. No, but I mean, it's good to know what you're talking about. So, I mean, if you're talking, let's say, about ghosts in Calgary, it's good to know that one of the most haunted places in Calgary is the Prince House, which is located in Heritage Park. I don't give a shit about that. Right? I care about why things are haunted or is it 
actually haunted, what we're seeing, why we're seeing it. Yeah. Who gives a fuck where it is? And No, no, but what I'm saying is knowing the stories and the natures of the this haunting guy's and gonna stuff like that. going to regurgitate some history bullshit. The fucking, oh, come down to fucking Horrorfest. JD will fucking scare you with the <laughs> amount of boring fucking knowledge you picked up of Google. I'm joking. Yeah. But, I'll but, talk about extra dimensional beings. Yeah. <laughs> But, but what I'm saying is is knowing information for me is, is it I means I can actually talk about you it because other than research real fucking shit like poltergeists and and what they are and how long they've been around and what the word means and why why we invented poltergeists and how long we've been investigating poltergeists and what elementals are and because this is what people are interested in. Okay. That's well, some scary shit. Right? And, and like I said, I would have to read that stuff exactly. to be able to have a conversation because, you know, you talk, they say, how long Poltergeist been around? I don't know. Since, ever since that little kid looked in the TV that Dude, had Like the medieval static. times. Like yeah. we're talking like, yeah. there's old stories of Poltergeists. Yeah. And, and I think by definition, they move things and throw things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right? Energy and, that can yeah. pick up, move. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but like Make I said, I would have even. to, you know. I'd have to learn that stuff and because the it's not stuff I read all the time. That and electricity and how, yeah. you know. Yeah. Again, I'd have to read because I don't know. Right? A, you have a lot of fucking reading to do. Well, and that's why I'm saying I'd like to Maybe know what's going on. Maybe you should just read it as like a hobby and then you'll just be ready by time anyway. You yeah. should just investigate conspiracy theories because I feel like you'd be more a believer if you actually searched out some of the facts because, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit. I agree yeah. with you. Well, I, I, I like took a, you, you call me in the week. You call me in the week because you, you you often do. And you're like, hey, by oh, the way, want, I wanted to talk you, about the airport you, you, the, the, of Denver. Denver did you so look it up? I, of course I went and looked it up. I forgot because right? I'm an idiot. But so, I did some research on that. I got really into that yeah. during the week because there's some shit about that place. Yeah, it's garbage in my Let's opinion. Why, but why Why all the stuff? That okay, goes so out, out, out of all the things, right? So number one, they talk about the, the, the steed at the front with the glowing red eyes and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. The that's, light blue horse. Yeah, that's it's whatever. I mean, it's Denver, the Denver Broncos. I mean, Broncos are a big part of it. The statue, I get. It's it's whatever. Why right? does it have red glowing eyes and it look evil as shit? Because if you ever look at the Broncos logo for the football team, that's what it fucking looks like. So I mean, they're just paying homage. Like it's, it's football country, okay. man. So th there's that. The other the other one was that uh, the they ball. had a that a mural yeah, and they had weird. Nazis and all that kind of stuff and they talk about you know it's like New World Order and all that. I don't kind of buy that. It's an artist rendition. I mean, one of the Nazis is getting stomped. You know, it's about children and all that kind of stuff. I mean, art's always open to interpretation. So but I mean, in an airport, mate. Yeah. And at a mural but, that's signed off by look government. At, look at the shitty, look at the shitty public art that Calgary has. It doesn't I mean, matter. Like from my place, you can look at the giant not fucking talking, blue ring. Like you're spreading it out amongst like, so you need to look at the scenario itself, the situation. Not only was this an airport that went years over fucking budget yeah. by millions, billions of fucking dollars that you can't be accounted for. Even if you look into what they apparently spent the money on, it's an automated luggage system, which most airports have an automated right. luggage system. It wouldn't have taken them back as far as that. And then the countless workers that say they buried these massive buildings that were filled with fucking room after fucking room that was underneath the fucking structure, the main structure of the airport and the known about massive tunnels for no reason that interlock underneath that. Right. The, tun the tunnels were actually supposed to be for a train system. That's what they were supposed to be for. Yeah. But there is no underground train system yeah. for Denmark. So it's odd. Yeah. It's it's odd, and of course you're gonna say it's for something. Like, yeah. I don't it's, doubt for a second that there's gonna be 
people saying there's a reason for yeah. this stuff. But the one thing, the one thing that I will through, say that it was interesting about the whole thing is that they have a plaque, a memorial plaque, yeah, and it's, or a, where it talks about and the basically Masonic the new... Symbol. The Masonic symbol and stuff like that. And that's like not that. the only Masonic symbol through yeah. the entire place. If you go through the entire place on the floor, there is many, many Masonic symbols. Yeah. Including like snakes held by eagles, yeah. all different types of yeah. weird... And, and, and the Masons were tradesmen to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, essentially, does, does that make sense? Absolutely. Were they involved? Probably. We have Masonic Masons, logics that, no. that exist. See, that's where you're looking past something completely. The Masonic were not trade... The Masonics were an old, old... That's one of the oldest clans or or gatherings of people in the world. It dates back to ancient Egyptian times where they were called Illuminati. And Illuminati means enlightened one in Egypt. And there was four main clans of the Illuminati. And they were kings or, or princes or uh, priests. And they were given... A knowledge. They were given something that was above mankind, that was knowledge. And if you go into some of these temples, like they have one of the temples, which is by the pyramids, and inside that they have like pictures of what they would call an ancient light bulb. Looks like ancient light bulb, yeah. and they believe this was the so the source of light of where they figured out how to harness electricity, and that's what they believe the pyramids. You know, all it was all kind of like creating nuclear energy, yeah. and and therefore and so on. But the fact that Masonics were not workers they were knowledge holders they didn't they had knowledge that was above humankind it was one of the worst things that have ever happened to humans instead of sharing our knowledge and moving forward as a race that we decided to create a cult and give that cult the knowledge of the world and within that knowledge they will move forward and control the world that's what they are it's what they stand for if you look back in their oldest oldest scriptures that is who they are they are knowledge holders they are the key between what we don't know and what we do know there is books inside of there that we will never get our fucking hands on. And they have things that we deserve to know. And if you really look into the Masonic guys, they've done some sick fucking evil shit. And they've backed some sick evil fucking campaigns through their life. Yeah. And there's been some leaks of their fucking documents. And some of their documents are a little fucking shady. Not only being the creation of ISIS, like telling of creation of ISIS, like this is going to happen because we are going to make it happen. But there's many other things about like the gay movement and the transsexual movement. And it goes very deep into how they control our lives and how they can change our hormones and how, and I don't believe that they are just workers, no. And I don't believe that when they put their name on a fucking building, it just means, oh, we gave a little bit of money to the Denver airport. I think that you need to look at it as a whole. Why the fuck did they give so much, billions and billions of fucking dollars to a random airport in Denver? It's cr it's craziness. And why did it take so many fucking years to complete, even though it has the same fucking automated system that most fucking airports have? And there's no documentation to say that it that's why it took longer. That's just their fucking excuse. There's no actual documents. And when you go through and get all this information put together, and then you've got these weird fucking murals. Like, okay, I get art's weird these days, but of all the fucking murals to put in an airport, maybe a Nazi beheading children with a quote from a random Auschwitz fucking survivor, probably not the best thing to put on an airport right, wall. Right. I'm sorry, but it's not. So the fact that the government said, and if you read it, it was signed off by not only the mayor, but the fucking president. So it's like, okay, really? We're signing off on this artwork and then you go and research the guy that did the artwork and he does some bullshit fucking interview about how it's about freedom and bringing back the world okay if it's about freedom and bringing back the world why the fuck did you paint a nazi beheading children on a wall that's fucked 
You can't, you can't, that's too soon. Like, I don't go and, like, if you painted fucking, like, the genocide of fucking Muslims on the fucking wall, people are not going to be too happy about it. You just painted the genocide of fucking Jews on a wall. That's craziness. In a fucking airport. A place where people are about to get on a plane and depart for another country. You you put a picture of someone beheading fucking Jewish children. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I, I I didn't see the beheading part. I saw the Nazi getting crushed and I saw the Nazi rounding up kids. Yeah, so, man, that's nuts. It's like yeah. a whole wall. It's yeah. crazy. So, I, I mean, it's... Like, there's different ways yeah. to monument something. Yeah. Genocide. You don't have to show like, people... Like around. I said, with public art, I mean... Those, public, those there's things. public art and then there's art in an airport, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And that... We're about to get interrupted, but that mixed with all the Masonic things on the floor, the amount of money that was spent on it, and the secrecy behind who spent that money, and then the Masonic symbol on the dedication uh, thing that you saw yourself, I think all of it together stands at something that there is possibly a bunker underneath that thing and that's well, what i'm well, edging towards and i think that out yeah. of all my that's where i came back to yeah. and it's not when i really thought about it where would you put a bunker for the rich and famous people that have like okay rich princes in dubai that have spent the money because okay we can all sit here and say conspiracy theories conspiracy theories but we all know the earth's getting a little shitty natural disasters are happening all over the world yeah if one massive one was to happen and you had money, would you not buy your freedom? Would you not buy your safety? If you had bought safety and there was yeah. safety, where would it be? Yeah. Where would people from all other countries have to come into? An airport. Denver? The, <laughs> no, but the hardest place to do, if you think about it, the hard, hardest place in the thing to do in a, in a state of crisis would to bring the people that have paid for safety to where the safety is. It would be the hardest thing because they would all have to fly into airports to wherever it is and then drive or get to where it is. There would have to be a landing strip. Right. There would have to be a landing strip where the bunker was. So either they build a massive structure somewhere randomly with a landing strip and eventually people would fly over with drones or break the law and find out and there would be leaks and it'd be like Area 51, which they lied about for fucking many, many years. And now all of a sudden Area 51 is a real thing, even though for like 30 years they said that it was a lie and that there was nothing in the desert and you should all just shut your mouths and move on. But it's there. We don't know what they do there, but it's there. So they could either do that and have that happen all over again, or they could just put it underneath Denver Airport, which is one of the biggest airports in the world with the most money spent on, which took the longest to build. And multiple construction guys came forward and said, we buried some weird-ass shit, like big fucking buildings to hold fucking thousands of people. And then maybe that's a good idea to have people fly into an airport and go to the safety bunker. So I think with all the evidence, it really got me as to like, Something's going on here. It's not a normal airport build. When they built Canal Canadian, like the Calgary airport, there was no conspiracy theory. It didn't. No builders came forward and said, "Oh, we buried a bunker." No. If there's reasons this shit happens, no one like it's a bit random for like someone that was on a build in Denver airport to be like, "Oh yeah, well we buried bunkers," and then like a bunch of other ones come forward and be like, "Yeah, he's telling the truth, but we're all lying for no reason at all. We're not even going to get yeah. money from this." It's weird. You have to take the evidence, and yeah. you have to be like, there, there is stuff underneath. There's the. Like I said, they openly admit there's tunnels and stuff like that. So, I mean, the fact there, that there is stuff there. But, I mean, what's it for? Who knows, right? I mean... Yeah, it, and that's it, what is, caught is my it, eye. And the fact that the Masonics got involved gives you a little indication they don't get involved in the building of every airport. Right. The fact that they gave money to the Denver airport, of all airports, as you say, it's Denver yeah. airport. Who gives a fuck, yeah. right? That even leads even more to why the fuck did the Masonic... Why did they come and give money to a Denver airport? Yeah. It's random. Yeah. And it's well, too then why random. Not, why not do something privately? Because there are private bunkers and people are building private bunkers in the U.S. as we speak. And I believe that's one of them. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, 
I, I don't know why you would build it in association with the, with the airport. Because of that one reason, I believe that's what I came to the conclusion to because I was thinking the same thing. Why would you take the airport? But then if you built a bunker that big, you'd need an airport to because in the case of uh, a world, they're going to have private planes and they're going to be coming in. They need to come into where the bunker is. Some people live in Dubai. Some people live in the thing. And I'm guessing that they're going to build a super bunker for all the rich and famous for, to be in one spot so they can calculate not only like because communications after the end of the like if there was some sort of solar flare or anything like that EMP like they're gonna take out communications something like an iPhone or satellites may not be able to run like even we found out like when we have floods and stuff things like cell phones Wi-Fi those things aren't fucking going anymore like yeah. I watch YouTubers that were going through Irvin Irwin was it was that the Irvin, 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 the hurricane that just went through Florida? Right. I watched YouTubers on there that couldn't YouTube and they had to do a video before and after. Like, I'm going to go offline here. Hurricane's coming through. I lose my cell phone. I lose everything. Like, they have to move their computers. So the fact that you think that there would be like, you know, cell phone communication, things like that is silly. So like, they yeah. would need to get people into a safe location, just like the movie 2012 when they had to get everyone to the boats because it was a huge flood. Well, it'd be a similar thing. You would have to get them to where the safe environment was, best place to have an airport above you yeah. because people can come in. And it's not only that, it's the biggest airport that there's been made. Yeah, It's fucking huge. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see We'll see what happens. No, we won't because me and you will fucking burn. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't have enough money yeah. to get us underneath Denver, yeah. do you? Uh, probably not. But that's all we have time for this week. I'm Lloyd. I'm JD. There's another hot conspiracy for you. There you go. Take it easy. Peace. See ya.